G.L. Lambert. Hello. Oh, my. Being single doesn't always translate into being unwanted. We live in an era where it seems every girl on social media is waiting up for some mythical him, and upgrading a Facebook status from single is greeted with dozens of likes and congratulations, as if that's a milestone. In realer life, it's the one question everyone from your grandmother to your OBGYN makes small talk about. Are you dating anyone? Your relationship status does not define you, but everywhere you turn, it seems to be the thing on which you're constantly judged. Settle Dick uses this relationship craze to prey on those women who fear being alone forever. Rival females use it to rattle your ego as if you're less desirable than they are because they keep a man. Compliments about being too pretty to be alone, warnings about being too picky to ever find a man, or backhanded comments pointing to how you selfishly ignore the nice guys who are right under your nose. These are the verbal jabs people use to break down those girls who turn down date offers with, no thanks, I'm doing me right now. I've found that it's not the men that chip away the most at women's relationship insecurities, but other females. The moment a braggadocious girl finally gets a man, she feels the need to look down on women who are still single. Two weeks into a relationship that she had to beg for with a guy she most likely wasn't into at first, and a basic bitch is suddenly a relationship expert who knows all about good man trapping. This type of girl can't wait to tell you what you're saying wrong, point out the flaws in your whole wardrobe, and then try to push you on her boyfriend's lame-ass cousin, as if you aren't capable of finding a mediocre dick on your own. For some women, it's not enough to find a man for themselves. They have to further prove their greatness by finding one for every girl in the crew. It's amazing how men and women alike can't comprehend that there are females who are genuinely happy in life and don't need a man texting, calling, and taking her out to feel special. Single isn't a dirty word, but people in the 21st century are more embarrassed by being single than being poor. I've seen people laugh and joke about being unemployed or working a low-paying job because it's not shameful if the people you know are struggling financially as well. It's normal. However, when it comes to relationship status, I've seen women give excuses to complete strangers to explain why they don't have a boyfriend or husband. You can explain being a college graduate waiting tables at Outback on the economy. But in their insecure minds, they can't explain being a decent-looking female who doesn't have a man. Not everyone who is in a relationship feels complete, and not everyone who's single feels lonely. Nevertheless, like my alcoholic 8th grade English teacher used to slur, no man island, meaning that we all need human interaction or we'll go crazy. There will come a time where you will have to find someone who can fulfill that need for real love and romance. But in the meantime, there are certain itches that need to be scratched as well. How do you fulfill your needs physically or emotionally 
when you aren't in a position to give your all to a man. A woman in college is focused on securing her degree, and while she likes to unwind on the weekend, she doesn't have the energy to deal with the boys on campus who want to be up under her 24-7. A career woman just starting out wants to make an impression, so she throws herself into her job. No time to entertain the various guys who want to talk her ear off after work or hog her weekends. Let's not forget about the single mom who has to juggle motherhood with paying the bills. Guys want to pay for babysitters and take her out, but maybe she's not ready to split her focus on a third entity. Then we have the party girls who just want to turn up six days out of the week without having to answer to a jealous man. Finally, there are those women who have been heartbroken or have some major personal issues that they need to figure out before they jump back in that pool. These damaged girls always meet prospects, but they aren't in the right mindset to give a man the type of love he wants. So they smartly decline those encounters. Love will find everyone eventually but it takes a shrewd and seasoned woman to realize there is no shot clock when it comes to romance. Don't get me wrong. Making a man get in where he fits in can be done, and nearly every woman will have to juggle love, life, and career at some point in her life. Nevertheless, you shouldn't feel that it's your duty to split your focus to accommodate a man for the sake of saying, you have a man. Skeptics will say that any girl who claims not to want a relationship is just scared to get played. But it's not always about hurt. Some females have the discipline to put self-improvement before romance. I've spoken to many women who realized that they weren't in a position to be a girlfriend first and live their own lives second. Is that selfish of them? Yes, and women who practice this behavior should pat themselves on the back because for far too long, females have been made to think being selfish is a sin. This is Sparta, and you will always come first. Countless men, past and present, have kept women at a distance while they figured their shit out, earned their fortune, or pursued their higher education. These men weren't scolded or shamed because they had no time for traditional love. Society labeled that behavior as a man finding himself or making his way in life. When the fuck is a woman supposed to find herself? When is a woman supposed to make her way in life? From high school onward, it has been get a boyfriend, keep a boyfriend, and wait for the ring. Once again... Gender roles have become a noose which women are still being strangled with in the 21st century. Your life should never revolve around getting a boyfriend or finding a husband. The primary goal is becoming a great individual that pulls other great individuals into their atmosphere. Even still, the need for love and companionship can't be ignored regardless of your reason for taking a break from relationships. A part of you will always long for male interaction on more than that platonic level. Girls have told me bluntly that sometimes they need dick and the vibrator just isn't enough. Others have said that they're fine not having sex, but it would be nice to have someone to cuddle with that doesn't have a vagina. 
Some girls want the reward without the risk. And if dudes can milk the cow for free, chicks can ride the bull without having to buy the beef. In ratchet terms, bitches want to have their cake and eat it too. And I think they have that right. This chapter will get into the ins and outs of dating when you're not looking for a serious relationship, just an outlet. While the average person may laugh and say that women have a nasty habit of catching feelings when it's supposed to be emotionless, I do believe it can be achieved. It's not about cutting off your emotions or seeing men only as meat. It's about being disciplined enough to get what you want out of the situation and then let go once that itch has been scratched. The girl who just wants sex. You want to fuck. Not make love, not have sex, but fuck like an animal when the feeling rushes over you. The problem is that you don't want to be seen as a slut, a hoe, catch a disease, or get your business aired out by the guy you're smashing on the weekends. Welcome to the world of man, ladies. It may seem that guys don't really care about whom they stick their dicks in, but they're more selective than you think. Sometimes too selective. There are men who court jump-off pussy as actively as they court girlfriends, which is the top reason girls get confused as to what a man wants, as if he should be an asshole instead of a gentleman if he only wants sex from you. Those slutty men who you are disgusted by are merely the sloppy ones you know about because they do put their sexual business in the street. However, there are numerous men who aren't looking for anything serious and aren't sloppy. Unlike boastful little boys, these men move in silence, are polite, respectful, and keep the entire relationship private. The messy aspect of males, even the gentlemen, who initiate this type of pact is that they often lead women on instead of being forthcoming about what they want due to the fear that girls won't willingly agree to be pussy. As a result, guys slide into a sex-only relationship with girls who assume it's going somewhere real. Women can secure a sexual relationship easier and more honestly than men can but only if they throw caution, shyness, and fear of rejection to the wind. A girl I email with told me that she just wants a delivery penis. No watching movies in her crib, no cooking dinner, just a guy to come over and fuck her after scandal goes off. The problem was that she didn't know how to initiate this kind of relationship. I can't just walk up to a cute guy and say, let's fuck he'd think I was crazy. Stop making things so dramatic, ladies. This isn't about walking up to a stranger and telling him that his height and smile turn you on and you want to go fuck in the coat check room. No one outside of a Taiwanese whorehouse is that forward when it comes to sex. Realistically, you don't want to have sex with a stranger you met because there is no trust. One-night stands are a different kind of monster, random, spontaneous, and understood as a one-and-done deal. If your goal is to have a penis on call, it does take a bit of effort. 
Given that he's going to be a big part of your life, you should interview that man you want to have sex with the same way you would interview a guy that wants to be your boyfriend. You're literally putting your life and reputation in a guy's hands. You should know basic things about his personality, even if it is just sex. If he's the type that sees you as more than pussy and wants you to be his girl, he's not going to settle for, I'm doing me right now, and be happy renovating your walls. Eventually, he's going to get in his feelings and act out like a stereotypical female would. Know that man, even if all you want is his penis. There have been guys who've posted pictures on Twitter as payback for not getting what they want, exposed secret relationships on Facebook long after the FWB situation ended, and I personally know a dude who lied about having a condom on and got a girl pregnant because she only saw him as dick. Men are just as psycho as women are if they're rejected emotionally. Don't believe that all men fit into the I'm cool with just sex box. Interview his ass. He looks good, and that's the kind of guy whose face you want to ride like a Kawasaki. There's nothing wrong with that. But remember that good-looking guys aren't rare. You may have to pass up light eyes at the bar because he shows signs of being overly romantic. But rest assured that you will meet someone just as attractive the next time you're out dick scouting. And he may be a better candidate for lunchtime quickies where you don't have to cuddle after. The key is to be selective, aggressive, and most importantly, have the ability to communicate the arrangement that you want. How to Initiate there isn't a specific place you should go to meet guys who will be into fuck-friend situations. The same way you meet men normally is the same way you should go about meeting these kinds of boy toys. If you don't know where to meet them, then clearly you didn't read this book comprehensively. Go and start over from chapter one and don't stop until you understand how easy it is to pull a man into your world. Once you do meet a guy that you are attracted to, don't be negative or self-defeating. Women tend to beat themselves up as if they don't look good enough to get the good-looking guys. Others make the mistake of avoiding men completely because they don't trust themselves not to fall in love. Some don't want to hurt the feelings of a man who wants to be hers exclusively, so they become social hermits. Trust that you look good enough to get any man hard, that no dick created can whip you, and that any man who signs up for what you are about to offer knows what he's getting into. No more excuses. Another negative thought will be, he doesn't look like the type that would be into that. Bullshit. Even nice guys like sex. I don't care if the guy that gets you moist is stumbled upon at church or at your son's little league practice. Assume that he's down to beat the brakes off that emotionally unavailable pussy. Having the confidence that what you are about to bring to the table won't be turned down is mandatory for success. The rules remain the same as if you were looking for a friend to date or talk to. Flirt, exchange numbers, find time to meet up face to face, and see if he's someone you actually like and trust. 
This is the most important step. Do not be impulsive and ask a guy on the phone the day after the first time you meet if he's down to be your dick daddy. By not vetting him properly, you may end up with a creep who ends up posting your panties on Instagram. Take your time and be sure that he's right for you. This isn't a race, and you aren't just giving your box away. He has to be worthy enough to fuck. Unlike boyfriend hunting, this should be much more seductive and sexually charged. Put it on front street early on that you aren't looking for a man currently and let him react. He may be someone who is looking for a girl to settle down with, and that lets you know he's not the one for this merger. If he responds with the same sentiment about just having a friend and getting to know people, then move forward. Do this quickly and decisively. Do not be shy. Beating around the bush because you're afraid of how he may react to your bluntness makes you look weak. And if you want this to work, you have to be serious and in control, or he'll take you as a joke. You have a guy in your life that you want to test this on. What do you do practically to lay the foundation? Call him up and have phone sex. Seriously, call him and initiate phone sex and see if he's receptive. Phone sex is the ultimate icebreaker. It drops all formalities and breaks a person down to their nastiest. If you don't know how to have phone sex... You're either 16 years old or criminally out of the loop. I assume most reading this know how to phone bone properly, so I won't delve into this step by step. Email me if you're that stuck, and I will be happy to give you a laundry list of filthy conversation starters. After you have phone sex, make the offer. He already knows that you're not looking for a boyfriend Yet he's not in the brother role either due to the exchange of I want you to eat it from the back dialogue. Now it's time to let it be known that you're not looking for a simple let's see where this goes, friend, but an adult arrangement that benefits both of you. It doesn't matter the exact wording so long as you get this point across. I want someone that I can call up to come handle this without trying to make things more serious than sex. Are you up for that kind of arrangement? Ten out of ten guys who just jerked off on the phone with you will agree. How to test. You made a handshake deal at this point, and as those in business know, some handshake deals aren't worth shit. This professional arrangement is all talk until after you have sex. How will he react after he hits? Will you be a good lay? Will he be a good layer? I advise having a marathon sex session out the gate. Let him spend the night or make him rent a hotel so you can really get a sense of what he's working with sexually. I'm not talking about dick size, but his ability to please you. There is no excuse for getting into a sexual agreement with a dude who can't make you come. None. The first time anyone has sex with someone new, there are nerves. And while women are going to get wet, men may not get hard. Or may not last but a few minutes. Give him an opportunity to make up for the first fuck 
that same night and give yourself additional time to put it on him just in case you zone out during the first session and revert into a corpse bride. By the next morning, you will have decided if he's worth keeping or if his dick game is weaker than a Hulk Hogan leg drop. If he's garbage, don't feel the need to explain your dissatisfaction. When he calls you up, tell him that you're busy. He's not your real friend, and you're not his jump-off. He's your dick. And if you don't want to use him anymore, you don't have to explain shit. After not having time for him or never hitting him up for a rematch, he'll get the hint. Don't be nice. Some women see subpar dick as better than any dick, but you're wasting your time with that guy when you could be out big game hunting for a dude that can make you squirt. Alternatively, this period is also a good test of his mindset. To be honest, a Spartan pussy will make a man go back on his word, and although you laid the ground rules, he may try to amend them and wife you. If he starts to sweeten up following the sex, his claim about being with the arrangement was just talk, and he's not built to be your convenience cock. Save the drama and cut him off before he grows too attached. How to enjoy. You found a man that can eat and beat like a champ and doesn't try to blur the lines you set. Be happy. Don't get lost in the sexual bliss and become too involved. This guy is Papa John's. You like ordering from him, but he's free to service other people, and you're free to order pizza from Pizza Hut, or rockin' sushi if you're a little bi-curious. Either way, you have no claim to this man, and he has no claim to you. Keep that in the front of your mind, because a constant serving of good dick causes female amnesia. Don't ask him who else he's fucking. Don't mention other guys that you may be dating or any other topic that brings to light that you're probably sharing each other. Assume that he's fucking other people and be okay with that. As long as you're keeping sex safe, it's all good. You can't expect a man to agree to an exclusive fuck buddy. It's not fair, nor is it realistic. Even if he tells you that you're the only one he's seeing, he's going to be looking for a woman that can give him what he needs sexually and emotionally. By making it your mind, you turn a relaxed affair into something serious and restrictive. This is supposed to be fun. The second you start thinking about who else he's seeing or if he's lying about seeing other women, you may as well be in a real fucking relationship. You only want sex because you're not ready for the rest. Remember that. Don't turn the perfect situation into another messy chapter in your life by being sensitive and territorial. How to Walk Away I've talked about upgrading relationships in Chapter 19 of Solving Single, so I won't get into that aspect or revisit how to remix those rules. Instead, I'll focus on how to walk away from a purely sexual agreement with no hard feelings. There will come a time when he's not acting as into it as he used to be. Maybe he's burnt out. Maybe he wants more. 
If this happens, it's time for him to go. You don't need an Allen Iverson dick on your team, aging and going through personal issues that affect his performance. You need a Kevin Durant dick, hungry, willing, and able to pull his all into that performance and leave that drama outside the bedroom. Additionally, if you're tired of sex with him and it's feeling more like a chore than a rush, cut it off. I know that pussy expires, and I imagine that a penis must go through the same process. You don't owe it to him to keep him on your roster. Six weeks or six months in, you always have the option to cancel his contract. Be direct, not cruel, which means tell him straight up that you need a break as opposed to faking an argument that pushes him away. He may try to talk you into coming out of retirement, and you may want to call him up during those first few bored weekends, but stand your ground. Like all good things that come to an end, you have to embrace that it's over and accept that you will have to get out of that comfort zone and look for someone else to scratch that itch. This shouldn't be disheartening. It should be exciting, like buying a new car after the lease expires. Why waste this break period with the same fuck buddy for a year? You test drove a dark-skinned dude with muscles. Now go test out a skinny Justin Timberlake-looking white boy. Variety is good. Contrary to popular belief, sex is not dirty, it's natural, and if done safely, can help relieve stress and anxiety. Taking a break from love doesn't mean you have to be celibate. No date zones are to heal. But once you finish healing, or are close to it, there is nothing wrong with having casual sex if that's the kind of woman you are. Some people call this a whole phase, but it's more like college. Explore yourself. It's more beneficial to explore what you like sexually during a love furlough so there are no questions, reservations, or things left unexplored when you do meet that game changer that blows you away and locks you down. Regardless of why you're not looking for a boyfriend now, you will open your heart up eventually and you will get married. Be able to look back on this time as the chapter where you lived sexually and did the type of nasty shit that would make Anna Steele tap out. You don't have to sit around fingers deep watching Pornhub because you're emotionally unavailable. You can always spartan up and find a boy toy to get the job done. That's why I